which means you're national champion in Lawrence Varsity Non-Tumbling Game Day, Santa Monica High School. And we're live. Welcome back, everyone, to the In the Pit podcast. First, we would like to congratulate our Santa Monica cheerleading black squad for being national champions. Today, we have Carson Adams, who's on the cheerleading squad. How does it feel to be national champions? It feels amazing that all the hard work and dedication throughout the season has paid off. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and our Twitter at SJA Huddle Staff. If you miss any of our shows, you can catch up on our old episodes by searching SJA Huddle Staff on Anchor.fm or In the Pit podcast on Spotify. If you have any comments or suggestions about further podcasts, email us at stahuddlestaff at gmail.com. On today's episode, we sit down with Coach Scott Arsenault, head of the sports medicine team at Santa High School. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Man, I'm so excited to get to be on the podcast and doing that. How are you doing this morning, Dale? I'm doing pretty good. Isabella? Well, hey, what's up? so what's on your mind? So, first question, where do you grow up? And where did I grow up? So, Abdel, I grew up in the great town of Rain, Louisiana. Uh, I had a great childhood growing up there. I uh, was pretty, you know, Rain is a great town. It's the frog capital of the world. Um, and so, you know, it's a very pretty rural. It's a lot like Santa Monica in a lot of ways. And uh, so it's pretty neat. You know, my dad was chief of police. My mom sold insurance. Uh, you know, I'm one of eight children. And so, um, you know, we all went to Rain High. We all played sports. Uh, so it was really cool. It's really neat. So it was a great place to grow up. Second question, what inspired you to do what you do? You know, um, so that's, a, that's always, I get that question a lot. So, you know, grow, going to high school in the 80s, you know, I graduated in 88. Um, you know, we saw a lot of sports injuries and a lot of small injuries that kept people out, you know, their whole time in high school or our whole season so um you know kind of saw that i didn't really know what athletic training was until i got to college so i wanted to go to college go play football and i ended up at a community college called independence community college um and so i went to school there you know of course it's got that last chance you fame and so i went there in uh, 1988 um and that's where i kind of saw what athletic trainers did and so i left that school uh and in another community college close by there called Neosho County Community College. And that's where I got into athletic training. I really started to see and understand what it did uh, and what you could do to help athletes. And so that's really was kind of, you know, why I kind of started or saw it. That was pretty neat. And so I was pretty excited about, um, I, I thought it meshed a lot of things that I, it made it excited me that I could help people. I could stay involved in athletics and I enjoyed medicine. And I thought that was really good. So what are some of your accomplishments? Man, you know, I, I've been blessed and I've been very fortunate to be here. So I've been here 25 years at Seminole High School. And so uh, when I got here, um, you know, then had a few athletic trainers before I was, I, I got here. But, um, you know, for about two or three years, they didn't have anybody. And uh, or they would have somebody for like a semester or maybe a year. So it really wasn't consistent. So uh, I got that opportunity to come here and then doing that. So through that course of time, so we've been able to do a lot of neat things. And so I got, I've gotten recognized by a lot of different ways. I've got a lot of, you know, state awards, 
uh, district awards and national awards. But some of the ones that I'm the most proud of is uh, I got the CETA um, Athletic Trainer Award, which CETA is the Southeast United States, which is uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, Kentucky and Tennessee, and uh, Costa Rica, uh, or Puerto Rico, excuse me, not Costa Rica, Puerto Rico. Um, so we got, uh, I got to be the athletic trainer. I was awarded the high school athletic trainer of the year. I got an NATA service award in 2017. That's huge. Um, I got uh, recognized by the Coaches Association for Distinguished Service. Another award I got was called the Corson's Care Award, um, which was given to me uh, by a foundation for our work during the flood. Um, uh, one one award I got here recently that I'm like uh, just totally excited about, and it, it's, it means a lot to me, is that um, I was awarded our school's uh, core value medal, which you know that. So I'll get to represent Senwell High School. But probably the thing that um, you know I can say here, and y'all be the first. It's breaking news, so we'll break it on the in the pit podcast. Uh, I'll get inducted to the Athletic Trainer Hall of Fame uh, this summer. So I'm one of very few high school athletic trainers that get to be in there, and so I'm really really excited about that. Awesome. All right. So what? How did you start working at SDA? All right. So um, in my senior year of college, uh, I. I didn't know very much about Santa Ball at all. You know, I went to school at Southeastern, and they were looking for an athletic trainer. Uh, coach Morrow, that was a head coach at the time, knew a good friend of ours and mine and my, my family. is a guy that kind of mentored me and all my brothers, a guy named Louie Cook, which is a football He's a Hall of Fame football coach um, at Notre Dame High School in Crowley, but, you know, he was in Rain and church, at that whole Acadian area where we were at. So, uh, you know, he made me aware of it. And uh, Coach Moore called and offered me an opportunity to come here when I was student teaching. And uh, my brother was a senior in high school. My older, older brother had just got a coaching job at that same high school. And I was able to go back during my student teaching to work. So we all got to be together at that point. And I didn't want to lose that opportunity. And so uh, as time would have it, you know, that you know, it went a few more years. And I took a job at Live Oak. And um, then, you know, I, I really was – looking for to you know a really truly athletic training job and you know this one was still open and then so i talked to coach morrow again um it wasn't the job it is now and so um you know so it was still open and then um you know i was really wanting to get an athletic training this was a a a job that was open and so um you know i applied for it i got it and um kind of as they say the rest is history but it's you know the job wasn't what it is now it wasn't very sought after um you know like i said it stayed open um, it was a very difficult job. It still is a challenging job, but it had a lot of hurdles and obstacles back then. Uh, and, you know, like anything, you know, we have different hurdles and obstacles now. Uh, they're just different because of the volume. How many athletes do you deal with on a weekly basis? On a weekly basis or a daily basis, Abdel? Or it doesn't matter. Just doesn't how many matter. do I have to deal with? Yeah. That's right. All right, so right now, you know, we have 850 athletes. Right now, we have 28 sports and 38 teams. So that's a that you know, if people don't understand that number, that is like twice what like a, a Division One school like LSU, which is a big has a huge athletic department. Um, that's twice the number of athletes that they deal with. So you know, it's it's massive um, to do that. So on a daily basis, we'll see um, probably anywhere from 20 to 40 students. You know, uh, whether it's evaluation or treatment rehab and it fluctuates it depends on the time of the year it depends on the season everybody thinks that football is our busiest time of the year the busiest time of the year we have 
is October with basketball, football, soccer, and the month of March. Uh, and the spring sports are, are tremendously busy for us um, just because, um, you know, track, baseball, softball is going on, but all these other sports are in their off season. So, you know, we, we have a lot of very involved athletic programs here. So those students are working out and playing and competing. Uh, it's almost it's, – it's year-round, and it doesn't stop when school stops. It goes in through the summer. So, um, so uh, yeah. What is the worst injury you have to work on? Man, you know, everybody asks that question, and, and I think that's relative. I mean, you know, because every injury to that athlete is a bad injury, right? Because an injury is going to – if it keeps them from playing or practicing uh, for a sport that they like, it's a bad injury, Right. So, you know, injuries like ACLs are very – you sometimes aren't very traumatic, but the length that the time it takes to, to rehab that person and to all the struggles that they have to go through because it's a six- to eight-month process. Um, but some of the worst injuries are some of the fractures that we have. You know, probably the – I've had some pretty memorable in, incidents. Um, of course, you know, a lot of people remember that these were injuries that happened that weren't to our athletes, but we had two really significant fractures and injuries at the pit this past year by away teams almost like back-to-back weeks uh, but the probably one of the most memorable injuries I had I was my first football practice I worked at San Juan High School first one in the first 10 minutes of practice it was just a helmet only practice uh, a guy dove and collided with another guy and shattered his femur and so that was uh, you know that in itself was pretty traumatic but it was yeah I mean you, it was like I mean, my first practice, like in the first 10 minutes. So, I mean, it was kind of baptism by fire. But, I mean, you know, over the years we've had, you know, I'll, I'll deal with, you know, so many injuries during the year and over this span of time. But, you know, I, I think I don't always focus on which ones are bad. We try to be prepared for those. But it, it's the part that I think the job I like the most is that helping an athlete get through those. You know, the ACL ones, I think we've gotten really, really good at ACLs. And, and the rehab and the process and, and doing that. But, you know, there's other injuries that to me are worse. You know, uh, guys that get these high ankle sprains with fractures and have to have tightrope fixations. You know, um, you know those, guys, those injuries are tough to come back from. You know, lower, some of these lower leg fractures are very difficult for athletes to come back from. So, um, you know, we see people with shoulder injuries. And so, it, you know, once again, like I said, it's very relative and it's, each injury is unique. Each injury, because like I said, if it's an injury that keeps an athlete from playing or uh, and doing what they love doing, it's a bad injury. So we just got to keep that in mind. So, but there's some that are more memorable than others. All right. So, what do you do on a daily basis? You know, Isabella, I I'm, I I have a very uh, very well laid out day, pretty much, and so I, I'm very fortunate here. Um, how that what we've developed so one I think um, you know I've had some great administrators and great athletic directors that have really helped us build uh, probably you know a nationally recognized program one thing we didn't talk about awards is that Santa Mall High School is the is one of only five schools in the nation that have won the safe sports school three years in a row and so a safe sports school when you get that award it's for a three-year period. So since 2013 to 2022, we'll be have that distinction, and that goes by all the all the things that we do here, all the 
things and processes and the facilities, all the stuff that we have, it always fits in that. So it's really neat to get that recognition. So, uh, but another thing that's happened and it's developed is that the courses that we have here. So we have sports medicine one, two, and now we have sports medicine three. You have EMR, you have medical terminology. And so that's really neat because our students get to be able to take all those classes. But my day is um, a lot of times early in the morning now, my schedule's changed a bunch. This is the first year I've had this schedule. And so I have an administrative period or planning period, okay? And that's where I do a lot of the doctor's appointments, uh, do the insurance paperwork, update, healthy roster, um, get my get everything planned out for the day. Make sure that, you know, all our athletes that are, you know, that their plans are updated, that we're updating their coaches, their parents. Uh, so we, you know, doing that. So that mo- that morning is, you know, our, our time that we really kind of get everything set for the day. Uh, second, third, and fourth block are pretty much the same. Um, you know, I have sports medicine three, which is a practicum class that we started. And I have students that work with me in the training room, and we work on the different injuries that come in. So second block, um, it's you know, we see kids that are in athletic PE and during that time and. Same thing with third and fourth block. So it gives us, a, it gives our athletes an opportunity to come in, get treatment and rehabilitation during that time. The students get to help us and work. And then, um, but that's different than our our student aid program too. And then our student aides are normally pitch in uh, when our post you know post practice, uh, excuse me, after school stuff that we have uh, whether it's practice or games. And so those student aides apply to that program. Once that application process is starting soon, I'll be hitting GNN pretty quick um, next week, I believe. And so uh, we have, uh, you know, so a whole bunch of people, you know, and that doesn't even start to include our healthcare providers outside, you know, that, you know, that also encompasses uh, Miss Caitlin and Luke, which are, you know, two assistants we have here. You know, we have, we also have uh, Christy Saltafamaggio and David Bork, you know, they both are athletic trainers, they teach here and they work in our middle school program. And, you know, David, He's critical that because he, he uh, sees our our feeder schools, and so that's really important. So all those people. So really, truly, we have like five athletic trainers that are on this campus on any given day. But uh, so we all have a different role. We all see that, but it, it, it takes us all to kind of tackle that. We have over 375 games on campus, home games, uh, in a year, and so and then you think about practices and doing that. Just uh, you know. Um, when you asked, you know, I got to be the uh, team captain or honorary team captain early in the year, and they asked me to give some stats. Everybody wants, you know, stats. It's easy for coaches. You got wins and losses, and for us, so I looked at, you know, the amount of care, the amount of athletes I've taken care of, and I look at the amount of games. You know, I've done over 650 football games since I've been here. That's over 250 varsity games, and then so all together. In that time frame, you know, it's been almost – it's like 7,000 games. So, man, that's a lot of games. And um, But then you have all those practices. And, you know, in this job, it's Saturdays and sometimes it's Sundays. You know, right now, uh, while our girls' soccer and boys' soccer team making a run in the playoffs, um, boys' basketball and girls' basketball, you know, we up here when we have athletes that get injured, you know, we're up here to make sure that we're trying to get them well to get back and play. You know, y'all in here, y'all see it. You know, athletes in here this morning that are here getting ready for their playoff games that they're about to leave. And so, you know, it's really neat. You know, I think I have one of the best jobs in America. And, um, you know, but it's been created and it's very specific to Santa Monica High School. Okay, last question. What is your favorite sport to deal with? All right, so people ask that. You know, if anybody's had more than one kid, you can't ever say you got a favorite. 
I, I could tell you what absolutely I love about sports in general at Centerville High School. Um, the things that sport give that it provides to a student and the structure. We have a great athletic department. We have some of the, the best coaches. If you look around, you know, we have coaches that are on the, you know, on the LHSA executive committee and in their coaches association represent that in a bunch of sports, not just, you know, football like Coach Thomas and Coach Dykes. You know, they're leaders in their, in their profession. Um, you know, Coach Oliver with his collegiate experience. You know, then you go through all the, you know, the coaches that we have. Coach Petrie won a state championship. You know, you, you go through all our sports, and we have such high-quality people. And so, you know, to say that you would have a favorite, all these coaches do a great job and work extremely hard. All their programs work extremely hard. Uh, and their kids. And so what we like is the thing that I love is to see how an athlete, especially watch them grow here at Santa Monica High School from their freshman year through and then see them compete as a senior. It's always sad to win because you know there's an expiration date. And to see when always it's bittersweet, um, you know, you get to see that, but you know that at some point in time it's going to end. And when it's over, it's always tough because you got to play, you know, you got to play a role in doing that. Um, so uh, the things that I love is that just what sports give. It's the camaraderie we have here, the, the, the team, the community, the pride we have, and that we're really competitive in a lot of sport in every sport that we put out there. We're good at everything. And so that's really neat. So I just love that the fact that me and my staff, my student staff, we get to be a part of that. We get to be behind the scenes, and we like that. You know, um, one thing, too, you, you asked earlier, and I keep forgetting, you know, that it's such you, your brain goes – but as we sit in the office and we look at the shirt off the backs, you know, that's the thing that means them a whole bunch to me is when students give you those uh, because, you know, you made a difference. And, and fortunately, unfortunately, and fortunately, unfortunately, most of the students that have given me shirt off the back are students that have gone through significant injuries or had a bunch of injuries. And so you get to build that, you know, that you, you have to build that trust and, and to be able to get them back. So that's another thing that um, when you talk about favorite thing, uh, that's kind of one of my parts. You know, I, I understand what my role is. I love my role, um, you know, and I, I just think that, you know, I, I work at the best high school in the state, without a doubt, and I think we have one of the best programs in the country. Uh, and so we, we continue to work every day to try to prove that. All right, thank you. Thank thank you. Man, thank you, Abdel. Thank you, Isabella. This was a great pleasure. Appreciate y'all. Gator pride, baby. And if you have any comments or requests for upcoming podcasts, you can email us at sdahuddlestaff at gmail.com.